Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. Okay, you're listening to Eat and Drink. I'm Marco Timpano. I'm Ali Hassan. Welcome to, uh, I, I think we can call this episode clinging on to summer for our desperate lives. I mean, with everything we got, just trying to stay in summer. You told me what your drink is. I told you what my, my, my ingredient is, and it's so like, what? Fall's not around the corner. We're not coming to September. It's August. It's, it's summer. Right. It's summer. It's totally summer. We're, it, it reeks of desperation, um, but that's also uh, what you get. That's what happens around this it's, time. It's, it is what you get for sure. Uh, you know, enjoy every moment of summer that is left. Squeeze it out like the last drops of an orange. Yeah. I'll get to that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But before but, but if you, before we start, Ali, I want to say this. We are nominated for a People's Choice Podcast Award in the comedy category. I'm raising my hands triumphantly. People can't see me doing that right now, but that's what I'm doing. Now, we haven't won it, but it still feels like a win. Isn't that great, man? Yeah, and you know, it was thanks to our listeners who voted us as one of the contenders in the category. There's no food and drink category, so we default to comedy because sometimes, you know, we bring some laughs. Well, I, I haven't heard one from you yet, but you know, we're young still. We still have some time to grow and we'll see what happens. I uh I get a lot of mail saying that Marco makes me sad. And Ali, well, can you maybe consider going out on your own and branching out as just Ali Hassan? Uh, is eat and drink, but I, I would never do that to you, buddy. That's not how I roll. Fair enough. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? They would be forced to listen to you just say salmon and her herbs and stuff, and and no one correcting what, you on that. What's funny so. about that is that you looked at it. You look down as though you have a sheet of paper that has the words Ali's mistakes. I don't know what you look down at, but I I I resent that you have some. You know, you 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 say something horrific. On a regular basis, yeah. and I let it go. I don't let it go in the moment, but I right, let it go right. after the show. The fact that you hold on to oh. these things is terrible. Fair I know, enough. I know enough. arugula keeps you awake at night, buddy. Yes. Oh, that man. I have nightmares of that, man. Uh, but I do want to thank everyone who did vote for us uh, to be in the category. So thank you to our listeners who do that. It, it is, uh, I think the podcast awards, what they do is they get a panel of like, a few hundred people, like 500 people to listen to all the categories and then they decide on who wins. So hopefully they'll enjoy our episode. What can I say? Yeah. Which episode did you send? I can't remember. I think they get to listen to the whole, whatever they want. I think it's based on the whole podcast experience. So I don't think it's one particular episode. I think it's based on our Oof, show. That's a risk, eh? Yeah, With I know. Like it's a, you're you're rolling here, the dice, man. Rolling the dice. Sometimes you show up here uh, half, half asleep. And I got to remind you, hey, Marco, we're doing a show here, right? And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, God. Uh, Marco also yeah, has the Insomnia Project. He suffers from insomnia. So sometimes, uh, yeah, you come here. And, with, that, uh, and thank you for mentioning that because that's nominated, too, for a podcast award in the health category. So, don't you ever fucking uh, bring that up on this podcast? Okay? No, listen, I don't you're need the one who did it. I wasn't going <laughs> to I was trying to give you a little plug. I'm not trying to yep. split our votes here, okay? People are listen. not going to. They're two different categories. It's health and it's comedy. Take it easy. For, Take it easy. You're vote. peaking. You're redlining over here, buddy. <laughs> vote with your heart, with my your friends. Heart. That's all sure. I'll say. Okay. So speaking of 
your your heart. I'm surprised I haven't done this cocktail. I am before. too. I almost wanted to look up and go. This is a classic, man. This is like yeah. This is like there's movies named after this. Well, one, but yeah. but and and then you know when you wanted to feel like an adult as a young kid, you ordered one of these. Although it's not really adulty. I don't know. Okay, so there's two things I I love about cocktails, or, or these are the the cocktails I love: the easy, simple cocktails that are tasty, and the cocktails with a story. This has both. Okay, I want the story. All right, so the Tequila Sunrise is a cocktail that's made with orange juice, grenadine syrup, and tequila. It's in a tall glass. That's all you got to remember. And and I was talking to one of our listeners, and uh, just recently, who made the Italian iced tea that we had a couple of weeks yeah. ago, and said that they loved it. And I I talked I talked to them about putting ice in the glass. Remember, the more ice you have in the glass, the cooler and less diluted your uh, drink will be. And the Tequila Sunrise in particular needs a lot of ice. Put Just jam the ice in the in the highball or in the tall glass, actually in the tall glass, in the, in the Sunrise glass or in the, the tall glass. Um, so you don't have to mix this cocktail, which is great. So no shakers required. Nothing's really required. It originates from one of my favorite places, Salsalito, California. Have you ever, have you ever been there? I have not been. I've been to Soyalita, Mexico. Does that count? Okay. No, okay. opposite direction. This is just north of um, San Francisco. And it's a drink from the 1970s, my friend. So get your groove on okay. and get yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. And the cocktail gets its name from its gradations of color that uh, sort of resemble a sunrise. If you think of the ombre effect, that ombre effect of uh, color kind of doing a gradation into a deeper color, that's what is supposed to happen when you make this sure. cocktail. I, although, Marco, a little quiz for you, a little quiz, put yeah. you on the spot. Let's say the color was on top, the grenadine color was on top, and the orange was on the bottom. You would have a... Mess of a drink. Tequila sunset, buddy. Remember there's a tequila sunrise oh. and a tequila sunset. Anyway, there's a way, I don't know what you, I think you mix it with soda or something. So or sure. pour it in later and it floats on the top. And then you have the orange at the bottom, grenadine on the top. I'll, I'll look into it, that and figure that out. I, uh, the original tequila recipe, though, comes from the 30s and the 40s and was a bit different. It had creme de cassis, lime juice, soda water, and that came from the Arizona Biltmore Hotel. Uh, but this popular modern version uh, that we know today was created by Bobby Lozoff and Bill Billy Rice in the early 70s uh, while working Billy. as good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah while working as bartenders in the Trident. Uh, hotel or the Trident Bar in uh, San Francisco. Okay. So in 1972 at a private party, Bill, um, they made this drink for Bill Graham. And I thought it was Billy Graham. So I was like, what? Isn't he the preacher? <laughs> yeah, how much does he drink? No, Bill Graham uh, to kick off the Rolling Stones 1972 tour in America. And right away, you made a connection with these fellas because you have a Rolling Stone make a drink for them uh, connection as well. Unbelievable. How do you like that? Yeah. Listen to the espresso episode and you'll hear all about yeah. that. But Mick Jagger had one of these cocktails and he liked it. He liked it a lot. And then he uh, encouraged everyone in the in the group. They all started drinking it. And later, the uh, tour across America was was dubbed their Cocaine and Tequila Sunrise Tour. Cocaine. So I don't recommend cocaine doing a lot of the heavy lifting on that tour, I'm guessing. Fair enough. But I don't recommend doing cocaine with this particular drink. I don't think you need it. I think uh, I mean, you're not the boss stand. of us. You don't tell us what to do. All right. Just stick to the drinks and we'll we'll make our own decisions. Thank you very much. 
Fair enough. But get this. There's also a marketing story to this, which I love. So at the time, the Trident was the largest. So that that bar was the largest outlet for tequila in the United States. And in 1973, so a year later, Jose Curvo, the tequila company, picked up on the new drink. And as a marketing opportunity, they put the recipe of the new drink on the back of their bottles. Mm. And so they start to promote it as, okay, here's the, the classic drink you're going to make with our tequila. Later that same year, the Eagles recorded a song called Just Tequila Sunrise. Tequila Sunrise. One of, their, one of their best. One of their best songs. Come on. Yeah. 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 So it was all around this time when this, this cocktail became popular. Amazing. So let me make it for you now. All right. So remember what I said, a tall glass filled with ice. That's what you're going to do. It's a, it's a hot highball glass, right? So I got that right here. Then what we're going to do is we're going to pour two ounces of tequila in there. Right? Two ounces. So I just went out because I thought I had tequila, but once again, I went to the cupboard and it was bare. And so I bought tequila for this episode. And uh, so I'm going to put two ounces. I think two ounces is a lot. I like an ounce and a half in my drink, but the recipe says two ounces. So I'm going to have to just grin and bear it. Absolutely. Yeah. Four ounces of orange juice, and I freshly squeezed an orange juice. And I have to say, if you're going to make a drink with orange uh, juice, if you can get a freshly squeezed orange, in this case, four ounces is equal to about two oranges, two medium-sized oranges. So if you squeeze two medium-sized oranges, you're good to go with this. You should have four ounces right there. It never, They never say that, how many oranges you need in that. So I've got the tequila and the orange juice. Now, I did say it's a drink that you don't have to mix. But if at this point you want to make sure that the orange juice and the tequila get incorporated, feel free to sort of give it a little swirl, okay? So I did that just because I want to make sure that they're together. And now the last part is you're going to use a half ounce of grenadine and you're going to slowly pour it on top of the drink so that it kind of starts to fall in a very kind of... Uh, glisteny kind of way. Grenadine, of course, is a syrup that's made from pomegranate juice. So if you don't want to actually buy um, grenadine, you can just buy some of that palm stuff, put it in a uh, put it in a glass or put it in on the on the stove with a bit of sugar. I don't even think you need it. Just melt it down a bit, like um, boil it down so it's a bit thicker, more like a syrup. And then all you need to do is a slice of orange for Belletza. And the classic classic one has a maraschino cherry. You know how I feel about maraschino Ooh, cherries. Now, you mentioned summer. Yeah. Now, yeah. So cherries are still in season. Like, I just got some cherries. So I'm taking a cherry. And what I did here was I took a cherry and I soaked it. And you can see it in my espresso glass. I don't know if you can see it. But I soaked it in amaretto. Amazing. So I put the cherry and I soaked it in amaretto. So it takes, takes some of the things. I soaked it for about an hour, but I would say if you can do it overnight, great. And that's the tequila sunrise. You can see it has that beautiful color, my yes. friend. I don't know if you know, if you want to take the picture, yeah, I'll, I'll take, take it. I'll take it. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. You take right. one too. Cause uh, this is coming through pretty blurry on my screen. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll take it before I drink it. So are you a fan of the uh, tequila sunrise, my friend? I actually am. First of all, I really enjoy tequila. Big fan of all kinds of tequila. Secondly, uh, I love something that you can fool yourself into believing is a breakfast drink, even though it's really just an alcoholic's uh, paradise uh, with those two ounces in it. I, in fact, thought it had triple sec in it. I didn't know it was just grenadine. It's a very, very simple drink. So it's simple. Yeah. It's, a, it's a top of the morning to you, and it's got tequila. So I'm all on, on board with that for sure. I can drink this like it's my job. It's that good. And here's the thing, folks, your friends come over. Like Ali said, it's the end of summer. You want to capture that feel of summer. You want to give them something that's a bit different, that has a bit of that tequila zing to it. Yeah. 
and uh, is a pretty looking drink, but certainly is substantial. It's not one of the, it's not for the faint of heart. You drink a couple of these and you're really going to, you're going to feel what the stones and, and the Eagles felt when they were drinking this right. in the seventies. Uh, and I'm going to sort of add to what you're doing here. Cause I know you like, you, you usually like to talk about variations and I don't think this requires much of a variation. It's great, but these are like, um, you know, stuff you can put in instead. So Adding to your story, Marco, there's an Arizona Biltmore Tequila Sunrise. So I guess the Arizona Biltmore was in competition with the, what was it, the Delta? No, the uh, Trident. The Trident, yeah. uh, So they do a Hornitos Plata Tequila. You also had Hornitos, I noticed. Then they have Creme de Cassis Fresh Lime Juice and Club Soda. That's That's their Tequila Sunrise. Never caught on the same way. That was the original. It was creme de cassis, lime juice, tequila, and soda water. And that's the recipe from the 30s. Yeah. No, it didn't. And I think if you have the Rolling Stones behind your drink, yeah. it's going to go exactly. places. Now, uh, touching off what you just said, I've got some tips with regarding this drink. If for you, the tequila is a tad too sweet because of the grenadine, because I know that might be where it hits you, Ali. And, and as you drink this, it gets sweeter and sweeter because right. the grenadine kind of yeah. hits the bottom, right? Add some lime juice to it. Okay. It can balance out the taste without compromising the appearance of the drink because that's one of the beautiful things about this drink okay. is what it looks like. Sure. And I have to say I'm impressed that you noticed what tequila I, I'm using because I barely showed it to you on the screen. It's, uh, you, it's that label. You, it's that uh, hor um, vertical label that, that caught my eye immediately. Now, I will say this. I know we often talk about does the quality of tequila or alcohol in your drink matter? In this case, I would say just use a white tequila. It doesn't have to be the most expensive. But if you can use freshly squeezed orange juice, you're really going to taste a difference here. Totally. totally. Uh, it, unless you're in Colorado where they do the Colorado Sunrise. Uh, instead of tequila and OJ, it's Captain Morgan and Sunny D, which oh, wow. just kill yourself. You know. Uh, there's also, speaking of killing yourself, there's a um, Southern Sunrise. Southern comfort instead of tequila. At that point, put yes. a gun in your mouth. I think you don't need to live anymore. You don't want to live. Soak the cherry in Southern comfort. Soak the cherry. I can't. I I vomited Southern comfort at age sixteen, buddy. That's the end of Southern comfort for me. Oh no. Yeah. On my uh, even on if my it's mouth. mixed in a drink. Yeah. It's, if it's mixed in a drink. Yeah. Look, I mean, maybe I put it to a challenge to you. If you can hide it in a drink well enough, but that smell when that bottle opens, Southern comfort. I'm like, yeah, Oof, it's a lot. It's a lot. Oh wow. Yeah. That's great. And I've heard of a, a, a this drink. Now, I didn't hear of it as a Caribbean sunrise, but the Caribbean sunrise is just rum instead of tequila. So those are sure. those things you often talk about where it's like, look, I don't have tequila, but I want to do what you did, Marco. So you can use some rum. Well, look, when your base is orange juice, you can use just about any of your bar rails. So you can definitely use rum. You can use vodka. It's a screwdriver at that point yeah. with a bit of grenadine. And yeah. you can use, you could even use gin. Gin, the, the thing is, it's going to kill the floral notes of gin. Like gin is beautiful because it has all those uh, aromatics in it. Yeah. But hey, listen. I had to go and buy. I had to go buy tequila today. If I didn't have the tequila, we would be drinking a gin sunrise right, right now. Right, 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 right. All right. Well, I'm in. I'm on board. My tequila happens to be finished. We have a little bit left of this. Um, what is it called? Añejo Casamigas. That's like a ninety dollar bottle of tequila. I won't be making a tequila sunrise with that, but no, I will be making a tequila sunrise before this month is is over. I can promise you that. Do you have any tequila that's that's not? Yeah, I often uh, get uh, Espolón. That's the one that I get. As oh my, yeah, uh, yeah. You know my go-to. That's my Hornitos. To be honest, that's that's our. That's almost always in the house. But uh, 
you know, we've <laughs> we've gone to a cottage, we've had guests and out in the park, we did some entertaining, so uh, the booze has been finished. I hear you. I mean, I thought I had tequila and then I realized I killed it with my friend Dale yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago. I said I said to Amanda, I'm like, where's the tequila? She goes, we have tequila. We always have tequila. I'm like, uh, oh, Dale's, I killed Dale's a it. a fucking menace, you know? There's no way. Uh... She Listen, she can pound it back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, Dale, but I know you've heard, you've told me about that. Dale likes to drink. Um, <laughs> all right, buddy. Tequila Sunrise. Okay, so and on that's to, Tequila Sunrise. Yeah, the ingredient that I am going to uh it's a little bit selfish and it's a little bit uh not, not xenophobic but it's a little insular <laughs> because in ontario where we are based yeah. ontario canada peaches are very much in season like the like the window is going down like the season is almost yeah. winding down and i didn't want to let that season go so i've talked before about this grow gather and co company they deliver various foods so i get sure. mushrooms you know cultivated mushrooms and Various breads from them. So I also ordered uh, I also ordered a $10 basket of peaches. Took that to the cottage. Now, the problem is okay. kids at the cottage just want to eat peaches. And you, what kind of monster goes, don't eat that peach. I'm using that in something later. So I actually had to hide okay. oh. some peaches. Oh, man. Aside, yeah, so I could make this. So Because I, I really wanted to grill uh, peaches. This is very, very common. People will grill peaches and put them on the sure. grill and then add them to a salad. What we did is we made skewers. Okay. So, like a, like a shish kebab of, of, uh... exactly. But okay. with chicken, with, uh, oh. with onion and with peaches. Oh. Yeah. Cause I've done that with wow. pineapple in the past. I make sure. a very good sure. chicken and pineapple. I said, I'm going to do of it course. with, uh, with peaches. And it was Absolutely fantastic. It was really good. The chicken has to be small. It has to cook fairly quickly. Sure. It can't be like big chunks of chicken breast. That's the one thing I'm going to say. Okay. But we did make that, but it was like, uh, yeah, you have to hide that from the children. You can't just, you know, peaches are out and they're in season and, and people are eating that. So when you, I wanted to talk to you now, I, I sort of buried the lead here by talking about what I made, but I wanted to ask you about what do you do with peaches? What are your favorite peach dishes? Normally, like I, I can I can fully appreciate somebody saying, "What's the point of making a dish with a peach? It's so good on its own, right?" But sure, I mean, watermelon is amazing. We still make watermelon and feta salads. We make more watermelon juice. We do things with with fruits and vegetables, even if they are fantastic. Mango, the same thing. What do you do with peaches, or what do you love to have somebody do to peaches? Okay, so like you know, peaches, peaches. Let me ask you this first of all: Were they uh, freestone peaches or clingstone peaches that you were? I believe with? freestone, but I might be talking okay. out of my butt. I need to confirm that. I'm gonna say. Well, when you when you pulled it apart, did the flesh stick to the the stone did inside? Not, did not. Okay, so then that's a freestone, I believe. Okay. Because otherwise, it would cling to the stone, yeah. and hence the name clingstone. Anyways, for me. If I can get a good peach cobbler, I'm happy as can be. Yeah. So I do like peach. I, I think peach and vanilla ice cream yeah. is such a great I'll take it over apple every and, day, any day. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, grilling your peaches, like just seeing those char marks on your peach is a thing of beauty. You can, you can even like in a salad, I think peaches go so well. Um, I'm just trying to think of other places where I like peaches. I do love peaches. A good peach, there's there's nothing to be had other than a good peach. And you're right. We are fortunate in Ontario, in this region of Canada, for our listeners, in that we do have uh, stone fruits are, are one of one of the product, the produce that we grow really well here. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I'll tell you that I've had uh, peach tart. I don't know where you stand in the tart department. I don't have much. Oh, yeah, I'm all tart. But tarts, man, I'll tell you, a small, thin, buttery blueberry tart or a, a buttery, a peach tart, man, get the hell away from me. I don't want to be bothered. I've got some, I've got some tart to eat. I'm really a big, big fan. So in the baking department, there's so much you can do with peaches, yeah. right? There's, I was looking up some of the, the cakes and tarts and cobblers, and there's a lot of variation. The Greek yogurt cake I saw with peaches in it. Sure. Um, the other thing is peach jams. Oh, yes. And peach, like apricots, really go well with spice. So I find that if you can add even something like ginger that has a little bit of a bite or habanero or any of these various chilies in, you know, in a small amount, I feel like it's such a great sweet um, heat complement. That's a good point. Uh, peaches can stand up to heat, like other, like even like mangoes and what. Like they can, they can play in that that heat world. What about? Have you ever had a peach chutney? Can you yeah, make chutney course, out of peaches? Of course you can. Of course you can. Once we started making chutneys out of rhubarb, what can't you do? You know what I mean? The world right. was your oyster. Okay. Chutneys are great. <laughs> uh, relishes are great. What I had, what I have made in the past also is a peach salsa. Which is oh, okay, so now you're now you're hitting the nail on the head, right? Because it almost feels like wherever you can take the mango, you can take the peach. Yeah. So like the peach is the uh, North American mango or the cold country mango, it feels like at this point. Totally. I don't disagree with that. I was actually thinking you were going to say pineapple because that's the way I feel. But anywhere you take a pineapple, you could take No, a fuck peach. pineapples. Oof. This guy has opinions, huh? What are you going to do? No, I love pineapples. I love pineapples. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay so listen you're uh, as well listen you can make a peach syrup yeah like nobody's business so if you want to try to make some cocktails with peach syrup do not miss that opportunity because the peach is so juicy because it's so sweet you can take especially if the if a peach goes really um ripe yeah Put it in some water with some sugar. Boil that shit up. Make some syrup, peach syrup. You're gonna. You're, you can put that on ice cream. You can put it in a cocktail. You can put it in your bath. Do what you want, but it's a beautiful thing. You could take that to the bank. Yeah, yeah and tell them I got some peach juice. Exactly. I got some peach syrup for you. Um, yeah, I think I, you know. So it's 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 a combination of two things right now. It's like grilling season is peaking and and peach season is peaking and that's why i was like i definitely need to find a way to grill these and normally what i've done sure just cut them in half and grill them and then cut that put that into a salad that's typically what i've done but i really like this um this skewer idea which i had not thought of before for some reason i never put a peach on a skewer I recommend it strongly. I think it's absolutely great. You want to um, glaze it with something. I glazed it with a bit of a hot sauce, and sure. uh, and you can you know it's 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 great for so many herbs. It's ready for for tons of different herbs. Mint is a great one. Sure. Basil and peaches go of well course. together, obviously. Yes. Southern food and peaches. Think you know Georgia is known for its peaches, and just think. If you're having southern food, chances are it's gonna it's gonna lend really well. One of my favorite uh, drinks, uh, non-alcoholic, is a iced tea that's been flavored with peach. Oh, so when yeah, I was talking about peach good. syrup, peach and iced tea just goes works so well together. So you know you can even cut up peaches, put them in a glass, 
put some tea bags in it, let that shit brew, let it steep, let it just combine, add some sugar if you like it sweet. If you don't, let the natural sweetness of the peaches infuse your iced tea and away you go. I like it. I like where you're going, buddy. You got you got some yeah, good yeah. ideas from time to time and it's really wonderful. Yeah, every once in a while. <laughs> um, also, when you make um, uh, these peach salads, I would recommend, yeah. uh, uh, you know, a, a little bit of honey in your in your dressing. So lemon juice, olive oil, honey, that you know brings out also the natural sweetness of the peaches too, and it's uh, it's really great. And 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 some heat, you know. Think of like a a small a bird's eye chili. A Thai. My mouth is watering like crazy right now. A bird's eye chili or one of those what are they called Fresno chilies, which aren't as hot as the bird's eye little red ones. Sure. Um, that's such a great. Uh, addition to a uh, to a peach salad. So, how did the peaches at the cottage go over with the kids and everyone? Yeah, what was I the think, final result? Uh, I think the kids couldn't have given a shit. To be perfectly honest, okay. I was just looking for creative ways to get the peach on the grill. And I also, my buddy's kids are a little bit fussy eaters, so mm. I didn't want to have a situation where I make a peach salad, have you know whatever avocado in there and arugula. Uh, how's it pronounced? Arugula? Right. Arugula. No. Arugula. Arugula. I'm joking. Arugula. Joking, buddy. And green onions and whatever. You know what? When I start getting a little bit inspired, things go kind of, uh, you know, wild. I mean, um, this this is like a one one of the kids, like, I don't know, if it's anything other than cheese on the pizza, it's like a, a crime has been committed. So I, I didn't want to go too crazy, but you know, you stuff it in there beside chicken. I thought it was great. So in a way, this is really inspired by a, a, a finicky kid. So if you are a parent looking for, you know, get different ways to get peach in your kids and different ways to get chicken or some protein in your kids, recommend it highly. I'll put a, we'll put the uh, recipe on, uh, on our website. Yeah. yeah. And like, I love this idea of uh, peaches on the grill on a shish kebab type uh, skewer. Uh, peaches can hold up to barbecue sauce too, man. Like oh, they yeah. can they can dive in that world, man. If you're like, I like to put barbecue sauce on my meat when I grill it. Listen, if a little bit gets slathered on your peach, <laughs> no one's going to complain. So much of this has sounded erotic, but that wasn't the intention, intention <laughs> at all. I'm just trying to pl- plow through and not be immature about it. We are talking about actual peaches. And I'm going to go back to something you said where you said if your peach sure. is very ripe, you can make a jam. Uh, that's That that can inspire your decisions. You know, if you get a basket of peaches, some are ready to eat. Some are way too soft. Some are still firm. The firm ones start – you can think about grilling. That's a great one to grill. Um medium soft, eat them like that or put them on any whatever, you know, uh, or, or yeah, put them in uh, – uh, a salad, salads, or, right? Or, sure. And then, uh, and then, super soft. Start looking at uh, compotes, chutneys, whatever yeah. you want to call yes. it, jams. You know, jellies, not jellies, but jams. Yeah, yeah. Peaches, we love you. Thanks for being around. Listen, Thanks for making Ontario bearable. For God's sake. Yeah. Listen, if you're a peach grower out there, I just want to say thank you to you. Hats off and keep up the good work because we're, we're, we're with you in this, in this fight against the other fruit. Um, all right. So listen, peaches, tequila, sunrise, this has been a great episode so far. Will it turn for me? Let's God find willing, out. It will. God willing, it will Marco. What's in Marco's mouth. That's right. What's in Marco's mouth. It's nothing dirty. We'll leave guessing. We'll leave messing. Let's find
Okay, my blindfold is on. I do not what, know what this is going to be. Ali, you are not aware. Amanda's going to show you on the camera, so... I hope I can see it, buddy, because uh, honestly, your mask looks like an N95 mask over your eyes right now. No, okay. it's not. Okay, great. Okay, do you know what I it is? I do know what it is, yeah. Okay. okay, so you were able to, despite your eyesight, you were able to figure out what I'm going to put in my mouth. She put it up really close. Okay, all right. All right, so Ali, am I am I putting it in my mouth or my hand right um, now? Amanda will put it directly into your mouth. Amanda will put it directly in my mouth, okay. Yeah. Uh, she's getting so close to me, I Jesus Christ. She is your wife. Let's keep that in mind, buddy. It's not a stranger. You're not at an exotic dancing club right now. Oh, gosh. This smells. This smells bad. I don't want this in my mouth. It smells bad. What is this? What is this? Taste it first, you chicken. Don't put so much. Don't put I'm so not... much. Okay. Oh, my God. God. This was the worst. This, I wish that had been filmed. She, she can't put a spoon of something in his mouth. He can't take a spoon of things in his mouth. That was a complete mismatch. Okay, what happened there? And how much did you spill of it on yourself? I hate, I hate you both so much right now. I hate you both describe, so much. Describe what you're going through, Marco, after the hate. Beyond the hate, what's happening there? It's like a liquid. It's almost like a shit tea. It's as if you took shit and you brewed a tea out of it and you spooned it in my mouth. It's shit tea. Like, like, like. Like, what is this horrible thing? Oh, it's God. like, is it a bouillon base? Like a horrible, like alligator bouillon base? Like, like what is this horrible stuff? I don't even want. Do you want more? No, I don't want more. Oh. I really don't. Can I? Uh, it smells bad. It tastes oh. bad. It, it, It's not to be, it's not, not meant to be eaten or drank like that. It's it's something you put into uh, a sauce to thicken it or something. Oh, it's just so bad. I think my tummy's off now. <laughs> It hasn't reached your tummy yet. All right. Really? Oh, I can't. I can't have any more of that. I can't really can't. I'm gonna say it's a it's either shit tea. Either imagine, she took it. Imagine it was. Oh my god. Oh my god, this is just so bad. I'm gonna say some sort of horrible bouillon, like an expired bouillon cube mixed with fish sauce and oyster sauce in in oh, in hot in lukewarm tepid water a that's friend who lives for this product so this is so funny there's a he's a oh, really? who, is it yeah. vegemite is it vegemite that's been made into is it a yeast product no. that's been made into, no, no I okay will, i'm going to give up i will tell you this we have lost a potential sponsor and i'm okay with that we are never okay, getting I just, this company to i i can't i can't even i i don't think i could have another spoon of that i don't think and it and it it's dripping on my chin it's on my shirt and it smells <laughs> So I'm going to take the blindfold off. I give up. I'm throwing a white flag yeah. in the air. And what is it? Oh, my God. In Canada, for our listeners who are not Canadian, we have a company. They've specialized in roast chicken, and they are called Swiss Chalet. And I have always hated their dipping sauce. I've always hated it. So it made me proud. If Marco had taken a spoon of that and been like, you know, not bad. I would have been like, you stink as a human being. It is so awful. It is, I've always said politely, it's a brown crayon melted with a hot water added. It's the shittiest dipping sauce ever. Marco hated it. It is Swiss chalet dipping sauce that he just. Okay. I usually, when I have Swiss chalet, I don't mind the sauce. I, can't. I don't know what my wife did with the sauce. Like you just took a packet and you mixed it. I with... did it how the direction said. And what did it say? Take a shit in the in the water. It when said you... take a shit, make a tea, and serve it to your husband. Oh my god, that was 
That maybe no, that's not even thick enough to be the sauce. It was bad. I do did not, exactly what it said. Oh, I believe you. Do not do not purchase these packets and make and make oh. That was the worst. You purchased this. I never brought I never Remember when this. she remember when she poisoned me with aloe vera? I will eat a plant. I will chew a plant like a cow and I will chew a plant of aloe vera before I ever put that in my mouth again. Do you want to try the tequila sunrise I made? Good news. This is you don't have to put it in your mouth. It just lives on your beard for the rest of the day and your shirt. I'm going to go shave. Yeah. I'm going to go shave. <laughs> well, that's really yummy. You like it? Oh my god, it tastes like um She's drinking the tequila sunrise. Yeah, obviously the yummy was not about like the Shelley. No, no. Oh, Ali, I need COVID to be over because I will never, I will never ever complain when you feed me again after the torture my wife puts me through. Like, I just don't understand. I don't understand this perverse pleasure you both get by poisoning me with stuff. Who knew? Who knew? Oh. Apparently you like the stuff. So uh, it's kind of... I like it. When I go to Swiss Chalet, I don't have a problem with it. When my Who wife... This that is not what they serve. I don't know what's going on. What the discrepancy here is? Oh, in fairness, I've never had the Swiss Chalet barbecue sauce. I've had the uh, Saint Hubert barbecue sauce, which is Saint Hubert barbecue is the Quebec version of Swiss Chalet, effectively. Uh, but I hate it also. So that was great. Good for you. Yes. Good news is you have uh, about an ounce of grenadine left. In oh, that thank drink. You. Like. I'm just finishing this off. Thank God. If you need, if you need to wash your mouth out once you've had shit tea, I recommend. I strongly recommend Tequila Sunrise do the trick. All right, enough about that. I do want to talk about something that's going to be great, apart from what we just yeah. had. Uh, and please, Ali, can you in the future just consult with her and just say yay or nay to it's horrible yay things, to please? It's yay to everything, brother. I'm never. I'm a. I'm like that improviser. Yes and shit and I'll put it in a tea. Great. Oh man. Uh, yeah, okay, I don't tell even... people about our next episode. We got a good one. I almost I almost feel bad that we're gonna mention this. I gotta just clear my cleanse my yeah. palate and say, okay, so we have a great guest coming up on our next episode. Uh I'm really excited about it. Uh Chef Joshna, friend of yours, Ali. Yes. Tell us, tell us, just give us a hint. Don't give us the show, but just give us a hint of, of what we're going to. Well, this is not, this is you said, this particular episode will be like any uh, unlike anything anybody else has heard because Joshna is an incredibly uh, diverse human being. She is an author. She's she's a chef. Um, look, man, we're going to bring this up on the show. But many years ago, I saw her on television as a guest on a show that I dreamed of being on. And normally you would feel some jealousy if you were like, man, I want it to be the brown person on that show. I felt so proud because she did such a great job. But she is um, a, a, a chef. She is an activist. And most importantly, she is the author of this book called Take Back the Tray. And um, I think it's very, very important that we have her in. She talks about the state of our food system. Uh, how we all eat when we're not in restaurants, okay? So we're talking about systems. We're talking about the hospital system. We're talking about cafeteria systems, any other organization. So this is not like anything we've talked about before. It is very interesting. And she also adds the sustainability element. How can we eat sustainability um, and consciously, sustainably and consciously in these uh, various systems? And if you've ever watched what um, what Jamie Oliver did, in, in yes. England. I mean, I think, I think Joshna is, is doing a similar thing. She wants us to, we can be in hospitals, we can eat and we can still have respect for ourselves and the patients who are there. And, and she's going to tell us how.
Listen, she also is one of the uh, two hosts of a podcast called Hot Plate, a post-foodie podcast. We're gonna, you're going to hear more from this incredible Canadian chef, author, TED Talker, activist on next week's show. Perfect. All right, bud. Well, that is it for today. We went uh, a very nice journey in my mind. We went from uh, tequila uh, to, to, you know, to wet your whistle, uh, talk of grilled peaches, which we both enjoyed, and then hell in your mouth. And that's that's a show that I like. I like when it goes like that. Uh, I think I have to lie down now, so I'm going to say good, goodbye to you. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, tell your friends, if you like this podcast, tell your friends, this is a great podcast, all right? I need more people to be listening to me get poisoned because yeah. it's not fair if I die doing this podcast and we don't have enough people feeling bad for me. Exactly. All right. Yeah, thank you very much. Do give the podcast a like. Uh, and, and those of you who are involved in voting us, uh, voting for us, what is that? What is that award? The this, uh, exact name of that award, Marco? It's called the podcast award. So it's the like official podcast award, the people's choice award. It's the 15th annual podcast awards. You can, uh, you know, just type in podcastawards.com and you can see us on the list. Maybe you're one of the people who can vote. And if you send your vote our way, we'll be very thankful. We're very grateful to be on that list. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'm Ali Hassan. I'm Marco Timpano. Until we eat, drink, and poison Marco again. We hope you got your fill of eat and drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up. Bottoms up.